0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com.
1: Today's podcast is brought to you by CasaTheRock.com. If you want to support the show, go there and cop some merch. We have a lot of stuff. We have some custom hand painted boxes with some limited edition baseball caps on there. So go get them while you can. You can also follow me at HoyaRock357 on Instagram for anything and everything, smoking word. And finally, you can catch us on Spotify and iTunes. You guys been asking, now you got it. And if you want to hit up the show, if you have any questions or just want to show love, you can email us now at the smoking word podcast at yahoo.com. And on today's podcast, Straight Edge OG, the voice of H2O and the One Life, One Chance podcast, my boy, Toby One. All right, let's set it off. Welcome, welcome to the Smaking Wed. You were yeah. on once before with your brother, but yeah. a couple, a little bit of technical difficulties and now we're here. Yo, what's Have up with been... the head, dude? I like the hair. Thank you. It's hanging in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's hanging. It's hanging. Like I tell everybody, I knew Toby when his hairline was kind of around here. Yo, And what are you crazy? You still dying that shit? You know that shit makes your hair fall out. Listen, I just started dying
0: my hair in my later years. I barely have any gray hair. I, I dye it gray. I, I, I don't know. I like it. Um, oh, you dye hair, it gray? Yeah, your hair grows the opposite. You and Freddie, your hair grows forward. Yeah, really small. Your hair grows forward. You would never go I-
1: bald. <laughs> I know it's like a, like a volcano. The lava keeps adding land. My hair keeps getting lower and lower. Uh, but what, but we, what's up with you?
0: Are you high right now?
1: What happened? No, I haven't. You want to know something? I haven't in like three months. Wow, man. During this yeah, lockdown? I'm, yeah, I'm cleansing. You know, you Holy see, listen, shit. we, listen, weak and straight edge aren't the only people who cleanse their bodies. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's you sick of smoke. That's amazing. Yeah. Like, How do you feel? I feel powerful. Dude. Not, you feel good? Not high. I feel, is, yeah, not high. Is this the longest you've been without it? Uh, not, uh, no, I think I went longer a while ago, many years ago. I yeah, probably yeah. did like six months. It, it, that shit is more out of like, you know, when it's boredom. And also, like when I write music, I used to like to blaze a little, and it just lets me yeah. focus. Also, you know, I don't give shit a chance. But um, yeah, this lockdown shit makes you do crazy shit. I saw that you um, built a gym in your house.
0: Yeah, man. I uh, mean, Rusty, thank you, thank you, Uncle Rusty. We um.
1: You yeah, mean wider?
0: Wider. Earp? Earp, uh, the Clint Eastwood of hardcore, Rusty. The the the, <laughs> the 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 whisper. Yeah. Well, me and Toby built this. Uh, we went to the garage and we took everything down, and then we put together Yo, the gym. You sound just
1: like dude. So, uh, Yo, that's scary. <laughs> oh my god, that's just so then uh, scary, we put dude. some
0: we put some uh, insulation in the roof, and then we we paint everything. We we surface the walls, and now we have like a gym slash uh, studio for my son to play his drums.
1: Yo, what, perfect. What happened? With, what what happened with Bunyan Canyon though? No more Bunyan Canyon.
0: I crushed that shit every day, like seven in the morning, because. It's super hot out here now, so unless you go to Runyon Mad early, you're gonna die up there, dude. It's brutal.
1: Yeah, I, I, it's funny because um, I always hear about you know when I watch to like YouTube or something and like different you know athletes or fucking um, um actors or whatever they whenever they're doing any training and they're doing putting some shit on YouTube, they are always at Runyon Canyon, and I always remember the Damn. story uh, like you going there with mitts, so Bro. that. that <laughs> <laughs> So can I tell that story? You can tell whatever story you want, my friend, please. Well,
0: no, no, Mitz, God bless me. fucking killed it. Mitz, Mitz was wearing Air Force Ones. So if you've ever been to Runyon Canyon, you can't be wearing <laughs> Air Force Ones. You have to wear, like, workout shoes. And he had to lay down on the mountain for a second. But he made it. He made it to the Like, it's a gnarly trail. And he's like, I want to try it. He made it, but he had to take that quick break. But. If, if yep. he had the proper
1: shoes on, it would have been a smoother fucking, you know, climb. The, the best shit was, he told me at one point, he was like, yo, if, do I have to get, like, helicopter down from this? And <laughs> I was like, yo, imagine that shit. Imagine that shit. Let, let me ask you this. You built the gym, but have you used yeah. the gym since you built
0: it? That's a good question. <laughs> it's more for my son. There's more. It's, all, it's more boxing shit, but I do have a pull-up bar, and, and uh, Derek from separator. that lives really close to me now. So we've been training in the garage, but it's really too hot. But this past weekend, I put air conditioning in the garage. So now it's official. Now my son could just move in there if he wants, get the fuck out of the house and live in there if he wants.
1: Get the hint, Max. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I work not, out there. It's hint, a little hot hint. though, yeah. Yeah, nah, nah. How crazy is this shit? Do you ever think we're going to be on a stage again or what?
0: I, I know that we are but I think I, I've come in a mental space where I'm not thinking about, I'm trying to think about it. Like you're, you're, we're doing our things to like hustle and to survive. And like, I know it's going to be there, but if I, if I dwell upon it, it, it will fucking stress me out because there's enough things to stress about in the fucking world as it is, let alone, we're not the, it's like, when I think about it, it's like, it's not just me, it's you. It's all of our friends. Nobody's doing shit. So it's like, we're all in this together and I can't really stress about it. But I do think next year, it seems like Europe's way ahead of us right now. And they're opening up things slowly, you know.
1: Yeah. How crazy is it? Like you, you know, when the shit dropped, you're like, okay, yo, it's affecting bands. But then you realize everybody we fucking know is in a band, works at a club, works for a band, works for a Roll club, through. promotes for yeah. yeah, everything, everything is like so connected. It's like fucking ridiculous. And I'm like, damn, everybody's hurting, man. It's it's, it's crazy, you know. I know shit'll get better, but yeah, it's crazy. You know, guys. I like, us, we live off that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's you, you, Like, you never thought, like, something... Because music's always there, no matter what we've been through. And people always can go to shows to escape the realities of the world. But then when this gets taken away, nobody has really no outlets. That's what I'm saying. Like, so build the gym or try to do something that lets you get the stress out. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... Yeah, I mean, it's very surreal, Hoy. It's as long as we've not toured. We're always in Europe right now
1: together. Yeah, no, I know. This shit was, like, literally, this shit happened... Two days a day before the lockdown dropped the day before we were supposed to fly out to do a a Rebellion. tour in Europe with knock and and and, oh, that, you know, and a couple one. of other people, yeah, it was gonna be you know we had a lot of shit lined up, and you know, especially with us that's like you know that's how we eat, you know what I mean it's like uh it shit yeah. hit us hard, you know what I mean? the one thing that made it a little bit easier was that everybody got affected by it, so it kind of mm-hmm. put everybody like you could spread the pain. We're there through everybody, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, we're all, we're all affected, so it's like This is the first time in my life I'm 50 years old, it's the first time in my entire life I'm on unemployment, I never had that my whole life,
1: man Yeah, nah But, hey, if any time Is to use that, is now You know, we're fucking unemployed and shit like that You know, so I was like yeah. I told people, I was like, yo, you know um, You know, obviously, you know w- Without getting into politics or whatever But, uh, um we pay taxes so that shit could help us. Yeah, you know, times like this. So I tell people, yo, there's no shame in our game. You know, getting any no. type of help or support because you know we work for our money. You know what I mean? we we, we play, we put merch, we do podcasts. You know, we save yeah. pigs, we water <laughs> cows. You know, yo, let me it's tell true. you, I'm addicted. I I know you know that. I mean? Yo, you know I'm addicted to hummus. Every time I eat hummus, I think of you.
0: Dude, hummus is so good for you. It's so healthy. You have that shit with a carrot or celery or fucking pita bread. That shit's banging, bro. What do you yeah, eat yours no, with? I
1: love it. Um, um, with uh, I got these um, um these little breads, smart pocket breads, low Sick. carb and whatever. So it's like a toast with just with hummus and maybe I throw some some greens in there. I'm trying to get my 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 uh, bikini body ready for the Summer Yo. Olympics. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, you've always been
0: super. <laughs> As much as you break balls, you've always been super open minded about veganism. Like you've always been super. You break your balls, but you still fucking try it. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, no, like, like that's what something I was. We're gonna talk about. That's what I was gonna say. You know, um, of course we always talk shit, no matter what it is. But um, yeah, what you know, especially the way we came up. Like when I was, since I was a kid, there was always a vegan, a vegetarian, a drug addict, a Krishna, a Satan worshiper. A fucking, you know, a, a, a knucklehead, um, the funny guy, the nerd, edge, you know, the gay yeah. guy, the gay girl, a straight edge, you know. So it was like, to me, it was never like, you know, to me, if something's good. It's good. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, you know, um, and that's what I was going to say. um, How crazy was it? All right. You came up in New York when when the shit was like that, when, um, uh, you know, everybody mixed. As yeah. years went by, it started separating more. You know, it started becoming sure. you know some 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 people like were so, you know, pro-vegetarian, pro vegetarian, um, pro I'm vegan, and they pushed themselves aside, and then the meat eaters were like, oh, they started getting on one side, like fuck them. We're we just gonna deal with meat eaters and whatever. When I was like, yo, this shit, first of all, was about the music, you know, yeah. period, and that was the good part about um this music scene was that everybody kind of fell into the same spot you know you, you would be you would you know i know about vegetarianism and veganism since i'm a kid because not me but people around me were so yeah i that's why when it started getting popular i felt like oh shit i already knew about this stuff you know what i mean now i pay more attention to it than i did then but i always knew about it i never hated on it yeah it crazy how shit changed now how everything separated Things separated it, with that, like it, it, it definitely just got more of knucklehead.
0: Yeah, I feel like for I feel like yeah, it was a prime time in New York before that happened. Then when shit got kind of more militant, it took different directions and it took it took it took its own life of its own. Like some of the people's beliefs were more strict than others. You're a vegan, or you're a vegetarian, you don't wear leather, you wear leather. You know what I mean? Like it, it kind of mm-hmm. got like that. It's it's amazing now to see that all that shit that the hardcore bands were singing about back then before anybody is, is what the world's becoming right now. People are more conscience conscious of it. And it's like people don't really realize the history and the roots that like these bands were screaming about that shit in the eighties, bro. It's crazy. Even K R S one though, my philosophy. That came out in nineteen eighty. Oh you no
1: chicken or turkey or hamburger. Or hamburger. To me, to me, suicide
0: suicide murder.
1: Yeah. Self so murder, like, let us get back to what, what we call hip call hip hop and what it meant no, to DJ and Scott Larock. DJ Scott Larock. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's the shit. People thought like, because Sting would say something about vegetarianism. Oh, Sting is up on it, or you mm-hmm. know, they hang out in India for. I'm like, yo, you know, there's people in the scene that were going to India back in the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, or, you man. know, in our world, and also, yeah. And you just being downtown, you know, from the you know half of people we knew worked at these vegetarian um spots and restaurants yeah. and fucking. Whole oh. food stores, brownie you know, right.
0: chocolate worked. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
1: We remember that. Um, all those and yeah. back then, the health food, the health food spots were either for vegans or for copping weed. Remember all the rosters used to sell weed out of the fucking the vegans. Down to shoppers. earth, there
0: was a bunch of those spots. Down You're to earth, right. I was
1: the one. Yeah, it's crazy because it, it that's what I'm saying. Like so, I I meet people now that um you know they 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 you know they try to talk to me about it. And I'm like, first of all, don't talk to me about it. Like. I'm against it because I was never against it. To me, you know, your yeah. preference is your preference. And I'm like, you know, you kidding me? I came up with the people that like were kind of the, the groundbreakers in our world with this shit, you know? There yeah. Was guys like you or, or like, you know, the the the, the old straight-edge bands, you know, that shit yeah. was always around, you know? Not just it was straight-edge, then straight-edge straight vegetarian, then the vegan yeah. movement hit hard. You know what yeah, I mean? It's, I, you know, I, yeah. it came in phases.
0: Yeah, I thought that was cool that like, I I, I love to this day, and I talked to Carl about I too the Bond, like Earth Crisis, Howard Madball, you guys touring together, totally opposites diets, but both hardcore kids. Some it, something so it didn't matter. That shit didn't matter. It's just you were friends. It didn't matter what you fucking ate. It wasn't like that. That's that. That's I don't know. I thought that's how it's supposed yeah. to be.
1: No, that's all. that you know, like with you. And, like, you know, if it was uh, Gorilla Biscuit guys, all yep. of them, you know, we're neighborhood dudes. So, to me, it was like, I don't, you know, it doesn't matter what's on your plate. Before yeah, we man. met, crisis, you know, we you used to hear how militant they were. So, we yeah. thought, oh, they're going to be so one way, and we were already like, fuck that. You know, if they're going to be so one way, you know, we're not the ones. But, um, you know, yeah. those guys ended up being family. You know, I love those guys. And mm-hmm. the reason why... Because, you know, they respected us. We respected them. We don't, you know, you know, again, we bust balls. But why hate on what's on your dinner plate? You know what I mean? It's true. Like, it's true. Because, it's true, they, because that,
0: that kind of takes away from the whole mentality of, like, being a hardcore kid and being open-minded. to People doing different things. But you're all connected by this music and these lyrics and, and the movement and the culture of it. And so, for me, it, I was never like a preachy person. Or that was never my, my approach. And I hung out with all you guys. You guys drinking 40s, smoking blunts, eating yeah. hamburgers we listen to hip hop. We love hardcore. And I just, I think that was special. That was like, it wasn't about really separating. It was about more uniting. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. That's why it, it never mattered. Like, you know, people like, Oh, I don't saw so I'm straight edge or like a shook to talk about it around this. I'm like, dude, you know, half of us don't do what the next person does. We're all different. You know what I mean? But we all, we all end up in the same places. So I was like, I never understood that people started lo- forgetting about that, that, um, that This 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 music is to talk about differences, but we're supposed to all connect at these spots. You know what I mean? To talk about this shit because hardcore mm-hmm. people were talking about making changes. If it's whatever direction, it was because yeah. we would get information from different lifestyles and then analyze it. Other scenes just talked about how they wanted to live. That's a special thing about the hardcore scene. You know what I mean? We, we, we debate it within our, within our own people and then we shouted it out to the world. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And, and I think that's, that's what people always like. People always like, there's really, no, there's really no difference between punk and hardcore. For me, I think the punk rock that I first heard, like Anarchy in the UK and Fuck Your Parents and all this shit. I loved my mom. My mom was raising three boys. I wasn't like, fuck yeah. my mom. And it, wasn't, it was rebellious. And it was like crazy and chaotic. And, and that was like, fuck everything. But then hardcore was like, let's kind of fix things. Let's just not talk about it. Let's take actions. Let's make a difference in the world. Let's change shit. I yeah. feel like that that's what kind of separated that,
1: you know? No, for sure. Like, you know not separated, you know, punk,
0: but the different No, for it. sure.
1: Like we all know punk rock is you know part of the DNA of the hardcore scene and all that. But punk was to destroy. And I always felt hardcore was to build. You know what I mean? Like I love you that, know, man. you know what I mean? It was like um I we understand the the whole when you're a kid, you wanna just wreck shit or whatever. Then you realize, all right, well, we're gonna live in a wrecked World, and then we're like, No, how can we fix this world? There comes the hardcore mentality where you have yeah. that punk rock attitude, but more refined and with more brains and less mohawks. You know, I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Not but, everybody but, with uh, the mohawks out there.
0: But that's what that's when, like, you know, like, uh, people started mar- marching, petitioning, doing the pamphlets, people started getting more activism. That's what kind of took down the level of the hardcore scene, too. You know, it took it to the like, it's into, into out of the clubs into the streets and really. Standing up for things, too. I thought that was special like, about the Harker scene,
1: too. W- um, let me ask you. Do you remember when I met you? I don't remember the exact time. Was It It must have been, what, at a Sick of It All show? Like, you popping up with that or just popping up, hanging out? I don't remember, the, like...
0: I think I met you, like, in 89, because I moved there in 88. And then one of the first people I met was Freddie when Sick of It All did some shows with Gnostic Front. And Freddie was just moving there from Florida. And um, he was staying with the squat with yeah, Roger. So I probably met you around the same He was cut.
1: He's cut out. Yeah, probably around the yeah. same time. Yes, it just, it just seemed like um out of nowhere we connected. You know, like one yeah. day we're all hanging out. You know, definitely yep. Ezek was uh, was uh, was a uh, um uh somebody who brought a lot of us together. Hundred
0: percent.
1: Because he was always he was always hanging out with everybody, and I remember him connecting the dots with a lot of, a lot of us. You know, because you know he's so crazy, but he was always everywhere. You know what I mean? What, what yeah, year it, was that when you moved to New York,
0: right? I moved to New York in 88, Queens.
1: Gorilla Timmy Chunk's, House, right? No, Timmy Chunks first.
0: Like, we were, we were pen pals. I met Token Entry the year before, in our, two years before in D.C. And then I, those were one of my favorite bands. And we started writing letters to each other, Chunks. He's like, yo, come come live here. Because I wanted to go to New York and be part of that scene because I loved it so much. And I remember getting dropped off in my bags at CBGB's. At a token entry show, I'd never been to CBS. It was like, everybody shaved. It was crazy. I was like, holy fuck, it was so different than DC. And then going back to Queens and moving into his house, and his brother lived there. And I ended up getting, he's like, three months later, he's like, sorry, man, the landlord said you can't live in no more. And for him, it was no big deal. But for me, I'd given up my first love. I left my mom and my, I was the first one to leave my brothers. I moved there all by myself. And then luckily, I had been, Arthur was about to leave Token Entry to join Grilla Biscuits. And Arthur's like, yo, you can live with me in Astoria. So I was like, then I went to like the shick House with Craig Sick of it all. I was all over different parts of Queens. I was on Steinway Street with Dave Stein and Squirm. I was like couch surfing. And they were like, everybody make fun of me. Like a little kid. They call me like the Hick from Maryland
1: and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. You remember, you know, what, what I loved about back then that, um, we would go to a show on Sunday and then Sunday night we'd end up at the limelight at a hip hop show.
0: Fuck yeah, dude. I how love co- that man.
1: That that how crazy is that? Like I mean for us that was, you know, that was the regular but nowadays people like hear about that and they bug out on it. I'm like, "Yo, that was the norm."
0: It was totally the norm and it's like we were so immersed in New York, in New York, that was the best time for hip hop and hardcore, and it all, it all, kind of all kind of meshed together. Public Enemy, like, it just, I don't know, and people always ask about the connection of that, but it, you know, the street mentality, the New York, the edge, the vibe, and then like, I don't know, man. We went to mad hip hop shows together, all of us to roll deep to like sheets and pillows and Bill
1: Spitz, lim- all those clubs, yeah, yeah, you-
0: L- L- Limelight. My wife was the, my wife, my girlfriend was the bartender. Don Brooklyn, Don was the DJ. Dude.
1: yeah uh how crazy was that shout out to brooklyn projects i remember we'd go up there and we tell them which records to play we start playing with the smoke machine you remember all this <laughs> shit we would... <laughs> you take you know, over his whole shit yeah it, was, yeah it was amazing and i remember um um walking in that place and um um when you when you walked in the front first of all that was the time when when you still would get picked to get in limelight remember there would be like yeah. a big a big cross yeah. dresser, and he would like pick out, like, he was famous. And I remember he would choose he would, if he would let you into the club or not. I remember those were like the days of the, cl- the late night scene in New York, too, for clubs.
0: Yeah. Crazy. And what's, cra- what's crazy is I didn't know until later on there was that big documentary about the limelight, all the crazy shit that was going on with the murders and the drugs, and like the cra- you know what I'm saying? Like, that was this is a documentary about it that um, Macaulay Culkin plays the guy in the movie. Yeah. It's it party, monster. party monster, party monster,
1: great movie too. How crazy is that, right?
0: And yeah, like we were going, we were going into that venue during that time. But it was we were in the hip hop section. It was a whole different. It was many rooms to that place.
1: Yeah, no, I, I love that. I always think about all those times with Deep. You know, we'd be in the hip hop. Yeah. Group, just you know, create MQ. All of us, Ezek. That was like weekly, and and you hear my kids, they're fucking sound like they're getting murdered in the next room. <laughs> Jesus.
0: To, your, um, did you ever have? Did you ever get caught up in the gold fronts back then, or no?
1: No, because um, I never, I never could afford them. You know, not yeah. at least the the real ones. But um, you know what it was? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I thought they were cool at one point, but I was always like, I don't know, I was more into sneakers. You yeah. Know what I mean? Like you know, yeah. kind of that was like being, especially from New York, it was like you could be dressed like a bum, but your sneakers had to be right. You know what I mean?
0: So yeah, me, we, we, like,
1: we, we, we had that. We could, we get.
0: I know me, Freddy Ezek always got cut up in that Gold Cap Charlie's on fucking Canal Street, 25 bucks a tooth, fangs, like the Gravediggers fantasy. You'll hear Boy. all that shit, dude.
1: Yeah, how crazy was that? I know, and and now it's like, um, I don't even know what it is to go to, like, a hip-hop show, like, mm. as a club. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we go see shows, but it's always like, now it's be like a, a show at, at a big club if we do pop up, you know, and it's like... It's more like an event. Back then, it was just, like, kind of part of the background for some reason.
0: Yeah, I mean, a lot of hip-hop artists would play the wetlands and stuff. they play, like, smaller venues. And the only time i seen a small hip-hop show here was maybe when I first moved here was Nas at House of Blues. And then after that, it became, like, then I'm taking my son to Travis Scott at the forum with, like, 20,000 people. So
1: it's crazy, crazy, bro. I watched some of that documentary. And yeah, I, I was insane. I was like, Jesus, like I know he was big, but I didn't know he was that big. What's
0: interesting is that when I went and saw Max, there was like he was on the stage like telling the crowd to spread the crowd and kind of do the wall of death. And there was like a circle pit and he fucking dived into it. And I said to Max, I go, I go, what are they emotions for? He goes, Why do they emotions at your shows? And I couldn't really say shit back because <laughs> it's a different generation, man. It's like it was crazy to see yeah. that fucking energy at a hip hop show in a huge fucking form, you know what
1: I'm saying? Like, Yeah, I saw in the, in the documentary, I saw like three circle pits, he's like, I'm like, I don't care, you know, hey, power to them, but that shit comes from the hardcore scene, if not course. from him, he, his homeboy put him on, or somebody, because you know, as much as I love metal and I love metal, and they, you know, they're a big part of hardcore also, like were part of the, some of the sound, but no, who was shaving their head? Who was diving in the crowd who was wearing camouflage pants who was moshing who was you know just yeah going ballistic on stage those were the hardcore bands if it was a straight edge band you yeah. know uh, murphy's law it didn't matter it was just you know i remember when seeing pantero who was a metal band I, lo- I loved but i remember seeing homeboy shaved hair and shorts i said oh he's a hardcore guy now you know what i mean and people thought like that mm-hmm. was a look that he invented i'm like you kidding me that was fucking yeah. Every, everybody in the hardcore scene, you know, and that guy yeah. loves hardcore, you know what I mean? But he loved
0: it too. From what I hear, I don't know anything about that dude, but I hear he loves AF shit, like all the bands. He knows yeah. about hardcore, you know?
1: No, no, for sure. But it's like, um, and, and not that he ever denied it, but um, fans don't get it, you know what I mean? They, you yeah. know, they assume like, you know, that that started there when it was like, no, that comes from our world, you know what I mean? It's like a lot of these men, yeah. they know what what's up, you know, what underground music and like Hardcore bands knew about underground punk, underground metal. You know, if it was like yeah. underground hip hop, you know, it was yeah. always everybody um, mixed with the same type of people. And it, it, yeah. it's just crazy how, um, and, and, and Max, what's he, I know he's listening to a, a, a mixed bag of shit, but what's like the, the heavy shit he listens to now? Some crazy Max, shit.
0: what's it Max, what's the heavy shit you listen to now, Max? Name of God. Shout Slipknot. out to Randy. Yeah, best dude. Yeah, man. Oh, he yeah, loves Slipknot. Love Who else, Max?
1: Fit for an autopsy. Shout out to those guys too, man. Yeah, cool, the,
0: Hardcore kids, yeah. Hardcore Ter- dudes. Yeah. Terror zone. Terror zone. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, of course. You know, I like I got mad love. First of all, I love metal, but I got mad love for especially people that come from our world, you know, doing what they want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm always proud when I hear a metal guy say tell, give props to hardcore, whatever. Like I, it. it always makes me feel good. That's why I love like exodus right. and like that mm-hmm. you always show love you know what i mean they
0: have so much respect for like the new york scene and all that stuff um yeah. back but back to hip-hop for a second i've been i've been getting a deep dive back into onyx lately and what i loved about onyx is that they did know about hardcore and they did do that remix and they did respect and know the culture of the hardcore scene and i'll never forget those video shoots with them and like the energy you know what i'm saying like they knew it was up it's like
1: oh hell yeah those yeah. were fun man I'm, i i had drew on the show before and um I, we actually didn't talk about those videos, but how much fun that was, man! To just Dude. roll up to these video shoots and then they're like, "Yo, they want people to mosh and we're like, "Yeah, this shit's like you know breathing for us." What are you talking <laughs> about? Like, you I'll know? never
0: forget. I'll never forget at the Bionics video shoot. Redman came yeah. and it was Redman's prime. And I remember Redman getting on the stage and kind of like maybe getting his forty ounce knocked out or something. And he was like, "Yo, this is crazy!" Like, because it got crazy just during the video shoot on the stage, not even on the fucking floor. And he was like, "Yo, this shit's crazy." I think he tried to dive or something, and like, yeah, no, I, remember. I remember. If you fast, forward, if you fast forward, that became a big deal. Method Man and Redman diving That's in the right. crowd when they did their record together.
1: Hell yeah, that was somebody that I was like, I always felt would be a perfect example of a hardcore kid who was Method Man. I could yeah. see him fucking getting go. it. You know what I mean? I could see him be yeah. like and getting it. That's why. I also, shout out to Ice T, not just because. You know, he did the Ice Pick record. He did, you know, Hey Bryn, he also jumped on our track. He told me the hardest shit that made me even love him even more. When um, we played, when he, um, they asked us to play the New York show with them. And then um, I remember him coming to the back. He wanted to meet the band and everybody said, yo, what's up, what's up? And he looked at me, and he, not just me, me and Freddie, At all of us. It was like, you know what? I almost felt, he goes, I feel like I'm more of a New York hardcore guy. Than anything. Wow! Straight up, I was like, "Yo, That's this motherfucker! Amazing. Not only he's a G, he's a super G." You know what yeah, I mean? Super and G. I was like, and, "And he really he backs it. Like he knows what's up. Like he knows mm-hmm. what's up. Not just you know everybody knows the bad brains. Everybody knows the Chrome. But he knows the the mad balls, the wisdom and chains. You know, he like he yeah. gets it. And um, you know, It's cool. yeah, it's like that attitude. You know, if you if you if you if you, if you're um, not ignorant to it you you understand especially the the new york vibe not just yeah it's about new york but the new york um vibe had that that street energy which was hip-hop if it was Mm -hmm. underground um house music it had a vibe it was all underground it was all you know like um communal it wasn't like really pushing anybody out you know like the, the dance clubs would be a hardcore club and then it would turn into, a, you know, a gay club at night. And then after that, it will become mm-hmm. the hip-hop club. Everybody, you know, um, part of pyramid, the, the Pyramid was like that. Pyramid Club was like that, 100%. Ah, another spot. Yeah, exactly. You know, it had, yeah. from every walks of life, so everybody mixed, so nothing was new. You know what I mean? Yeah, Everything was yeah. kind of in the mix. And what about, um? you know what I was remembering to, speaking the hip-hop, the, the Up in Smoke tour? How crazy was that? Yo,
0: let's do it. Let's talk about it. That was fucking Eminem. Fucking Dub C. So first was, oh, no, but opening up, Exhibit. Exhibit. He um, had a great record that year, the X, uh, Restless record. Uh, Eminem, Snoop, Dre. It was fucking insane. So it's called Up in Smoke. It was like 2000 maybe or maybe before that. I don't know what year it was. Around then because I left New York in 2001. And we went to the show, me, Foya. Freddie Rusty, I think too.
1: Was it? Bro? I forgot who else was with us. Yeah, I know. I went me. to
0: three. I went to NASA Coliseum, and I went to. I went to like two or three of those. Um, and the Connecticut maybe went to. to I don't know. We went to anyway. It was so much smoke. It was caught up in smoke. I never been to an arena hip hop show. Have You been to one before that or no? I
1: I've been to one arena show before that in my life, and that was um Life of Agony and Ozzy. And because I was on Roadrunner, I got free tickets. So Sick. I never been to an arena show. I my first show was at CB's, so yeah. you know my I'm second hip hop show. show. Yeah. Oh no, that was yeah. my first hip hop show, period. I you know I saw an wow. uh, old hip hop act. You know I saw Coogee Rap back in the day in, at USA Roller Ring, but that wow. was like doing a song or two. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, a, uh, an arena show. That was the first one was with, with you. That was it a was mad fucking, song, right?
0: Yeah, it was fucking. Cr- well, you 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 were high. I know you were high. Rusty doesn't smoke, rusty got to guy high. Cause I probably got one too. It was so much smoke. Everybody breathe, was Dude, you couldn't even breathe in there. There's so much smoke. It was like you had no choice but to inhale the shit. And I definitely felt weird walking out of it. It was it was an incredible. It was an incredible show. And it was an incredible show, right? Fucking dub C the best Amazing. Walker. Dude.
1: Everybody killed it. I gotta say that that was probably one of the the well, I seen more show hip hop shows after that. But that yeah. was that was one of the best, well put together because everybody came out good, everybody sounded pro, everybody yeah. had their good. You know, their stage was set up, you know, and it built up. You remember, um, you know, as the the next act came, the next act, the stage got be- bigger, the the props got yeah. bigger. Yeah, and then um, there, might I, com- there might have been a there might have been a stand up comic in between, maybe. Was that? No, I don't remember. Or somebody maybe, came in between. Maybe although, yeah. I just remember the hardest shit at the end, so it became. Eminem at the end, and then Eminem came out with Dr. Dre, and then I remember at the end they they did half of um Straight out of Compton. That's how they ended. That's the right. NWA banners dropped. You're right. I was like, This is the hardest shit,
0: dude. That was incredible. That was incredible. That was that was one of the best live shows. I still have like the um the, the uh, concert guidebook that we got. That they have still that book. Like the
1: you remember what was, year? What year that was?
0: I left New York in 2001. That record. The Chronic, two thousand one came out in two thousand. That'd be like ninety nine or two thousand, man. Yeah. Damn
1: that twenty years ago, nineteen years ago. Isn't that crazy,
0: dude? Do you, do you, are any of those artists I just mentioned in your in your top at all now?
1: No, look it. You know Eminem. I was never a super fan, never. Yeah. But I always him at his best. He killed everybody. But everyone. You know, but um, I was never my 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 cup of tea. I loved, you know um um. You know, um, let me see who else was on that bill. Who else was Dre, on that? Dre,
0: bill? Dre, Dre, Snoop, Ice Cube. You know,
1: you know Snoop. You know, again, you know I love Snoop. I was, I, I was not the biggest Snoop fan, but I love Snoop. You know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, he was dope. Like he had a lot. Again, he had a variety of what I liked. Um, you know, I was always more into the super ignorant hip hop. Like I, I liked, know, you know we, we,
0: we used to we used to break my balls about that because I felt like with so I don't like that backpack rap. Yeah. Like Daylight Tribe, the Native Tongues, like, like, like,
1: I love, you know, I love those bands because early on, um, my man Juju from the B Nuts, yeah. you know, Great I grew band. up with them since I'm 11 years old. You know, I always got those records early on, so I loved Daylight, like, you know, when they dropped the first mm-hmm. record, but I loved it because wow, they were different and they had some bugged out beats. And then um, yeah. Tribe came out, and I loved the, the the low end theory. That was my shit, Great, but then it became. Like they almost segregate, you know, um segregated themselves or put put in native tongues. Yeah, then it became okay. Then it's the conscious stuff, like kind of what happened with hardcore. Like I remember one day, good point. You know, um, um, everybody was hardcore. If it was H two O, you didn't say oh straight edge hardcore or no. you know or whatever. I remember somebody saying something <laughs> about um oh you're gonna go see a, a, a tough guy hardcore show and I said what? What's a tough guy hardcore show? I mean mm. now we could put it into whatever. No, but back then, it didn't matter if it was... I would go to CB's. I seen Instead. I seen Chain of String. I seen bands that these kids never seen. They just wear the shirts. But it nice. wasn't because, oh, I'm going to go see the Straight Edge band. I was like, no, they're a hardcore band. Okay, they're Straight Edge kids. There was yeah. never that umbrella till later on. That started kind of again. Mm-hmm. became separated. And then that's when I, you know, it got corny even with people saying tough guy hardcore. I'm like, Yo, don't let me in with anything. It's all hardcore. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. 100%. And, like, I, I, when people, like, talk about, like, I always say this, too. Like, people say stuff like emo and stuff. I'm like, a, a, every type of music has emotion. Mabble has emotion. Chromex have emotion. It, um, melodic stuff have... We all have emotion in our music. You know what I mean? Like, it's not just one style. And even hardcore, you can't even say, like, what does hardcore mean to you? Or what is, what is hardcore? Hardcore, had that, 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 that word has been stretched out and changed and grown and recycled like it's you know what i'm saying like i consider hate breed hardcore they don't, They may sound more metal but jamie's a hardcore kid put on diy shows at a fucking at a skate park the lived essence. it breathed it loved it you know what i'm saying like and and it's a it has a, it all has its own sounds it's different branches and sounds people may say h 2 is a pop punk band because we we're not as hard as Map ball but we we come from that same family it's tree hardcore in New York, you know band. Yeah, yeah it's
1: like it's, it's so crazy how that happened to me because you know um to me, it didn't matter again if it, uh, oh, they're straight, you know, because you had, you know, even with straight edge people, there were straight edge people that we mixed with, and there were straight edge people we didn't mix with. You know, mm-hmm. dudes like Gorilla Biscuits were always fam, you know, they yes. were from the neighborhood, you know, love those guys. You know, we weren't so close with some of these other bands, but it, it was, it it never made a difference. It was like when, when this is coming from the guys that are the tough guy. Hardcore like myself, that they would put us in the tough guy category. I was like, I hated <laughs> it when they started making it, oh, it's a straight edge band. I mean, straight edge hardcore, and then it became straight edge vegan hardcore, and then it became no. That was the beauty of hardcore that it was all of that without saying all those those giving it all those titles. That's the shit that that bothered me. You know, the yeah me, back
0: back then, and back then you could see Chain of Strength play with maybe I don't know the Ice Men or. Somebody else, it was a mixed bill back then. It wasn't just certain bills separated by the I don't know, style of music, I guess.
1: Yeah. You no, know what I mean? Yeah, it's crazy. That's what I, I try to tell these kids. Now I'm like, um, you know, um, hey, do what you want. Just do it What you know, learn the history and do the shit with passion. You know, don't worry about, you know, um, don't give yourself a label. The minute you give yourself a label, you're going to give yourself enemies. You know what I mean? Like, sure. You know, Sure. Because there's a lot of people that I hate on you just because what you call yourselves. They won't care about yeah. how you sound or whatever. And that's that's a corny way of thinking, but it's reality. You know what I mean? It, a, it is.
0: If, if people always thought that we were straight edge band, nobody's ever been straight edge of a band except for me. But we never talked about or like I maybe had one song here, to take on tomorrow, about that, but was we were never like that kind of band. It was just me and the band. I mean, Eric Rice to put O's on his hands
1: and shit. I remember.
0: Like, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, so like, schmogay. Hey.
1: And your but brother, like, your know. brother did enough for everybody.
0: Exactly, fucking Todd God. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, Shout out to Hollywood, Hollywood Morris. <laughs> Hell yeah! Um,
0: so, so how are you? How are you doing out there with your family and stuff in the uh, in the lockdown?
1: Yeah, I mean, we good, man. It's just fucking whack, you know. Again, you know, just we stay in as much as possible. I mean, we go out to like walk around and shit, but like do our shopping. But um, just waiting for this shit to be over. Like my son starts school. We're gonna turn this into part of the pop cast. that um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is our dad cast. I'm gonna do one with with, uh, with uh, Joe from Wisdom. Um, um, but, but um, yeah, no um, he starts homeschool um, Monday because yeah. um, you know nobody knows what the fuck's going on with this shit, and I'm not gonna put my kid in there to be a statistic for whatever you believe it's real, not real, whatever, whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever it is. I I I don't need my kid to be one of these stats. I'm like. So I'm going to wait till people figure it out before I can send them to school, but it's fucking crazy, you know? Like, imagine that, doing fucking school at home, you know? Like Dude, so school is
0: actually open for him out there to actually like, go into?
1: Like, yeah, I think it starts wow. the 31st. What's up with California? Not nah, shut down, right? Mac, Mac,
0: yeah, Max is homeschooled. He's on a computer every day. It's really interesting to hear, like, everybody talking, the teacher's trying. It seems really, like... I don't know, I, I couldn't, my attention span is so shot, let alone these kids are on their phones, and then they've been on a computer for like fucking eight hours, it's it's a lot of stimulate, it's a lot of shit man
1: Yeah, it, I don't think it's gonna be as good as them being in school, for sure, because there's something about you being in a room and your teacher being able to walk up to you, you know, to keep She's you socializing in Socializing
0: with other kids your age too, just being out there in the world man even
1: yeah even like the small talk in between you know while you're sitting down waiting for class to start you know you have a little interaction with your teacher you have a little interaction with the person sitting next to you my you know kids now don't even they barely talk to each other unless it's over a video game or you know um
0: that's what i'm saying they're on phones or texting each other or like
1: it's crazy how that shit is like
0: one thing i don't want to say politics but i want to say like like the situation right now, it's like it doesn't matter who you believe, who you voted for, Democrat, Republican, whatever you're doing. Like we're all fucked. And that's why I feel like if all we have to do is wear a mask to the grocery store or to like go to a restaurant to get shit moving back to normal, that's as a human being, not any kind of politics involved. That's the least yeah. we could do as a human if some old lady had it or she's scared of it or your friend had it or you believe in it or not. If that's all you have to do, like I feel like it's not really that. It's not a pain in the ass, you know what yeah, I'm saying?
1: Like, no, no, for sure. I, you know, you know why exactly? Without getting into politics myself, because everybody got their own, you know, beliefs, and then, you know, with conspiracies and this and that, and some are true and some aren't. But if wearing that is going to bring the country or the world—I mean, I forget just the country—the world back to semi-normal, why wouldn't you? It's the same, the same people that would tell you to turn off a cigarette because they don't want cigarette smoke, which is cool. They're the ones complaining about. Oh, why should I wear a mask? I said, Yo, it's kind of the same thing. You know, it's a you you do it out of consideration for if you believe it or not. You know, it's like or if it's gonna keep everybody happy or if it's gonna just kind of do with, with with um, um, you know, trying to control you. It's it, yeah. It, forget the government. We do it with with, with each other. You know, yeah. if, if I'm hanging with you in a room and and it bothers you, yeah, I'm not gonna do it. You know, I'm not yeah. worried about what it's you disrespect. know yeah. who I voted for because it has yep. nothing to do with the moment. People are worried about yep. invisible shit. Say like, no, people got to forget that we're humans first.
0: Hundred percent. Like,
1: it. It. go ahead. No worry. We got to worry about being considerate to each other before being considerate to our political beliefs because yes, we all got different political beliefs. And again, that's the t- religion. I'm a religious guy, but I keep yeah. it to myself. Religion and politics separates people yeah and it's like that's the problem just for
0: for me just for me like right after the jump like max is still worried about this shit like he's worried about me because i'm 50 and moon like just out of respect for my son like he's like put your mask over your nose like sometimes you put it down to breathe it running he's like cover your mouth you don't wear it right like he's not shook but he's still concerned about it and all his friends and he has you know like all his friends and different rules about seeing each other and like a lot of people are concerned so like just as a dad and we be responsible and we go to the grocery store but Max was so shook. He was wearing a fucking gas mask. In the first couple of weeks, bro, he had this mask on. He was like, like, like Yo, like, really, like, because at first you don't know when it first kicked off. Like, you don't know really what's happening. You know what I'm saying? So you have to fucking. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. You know,
1: definitely. You know, I also understand how people say, you know, that people use. And ideas out there to try to control people. Yeah, I get that too. But I'm saying we're talking for the our neighbor, meaning the person standing next to us, the the people we're, we're you know that we we're chilling with, and like if it's gonna keep a little bit of peace of mind for the time being, is like why not? You know what I mean? Like let's just get shit going. Again. We're so this behind. Is fucking, this yeah, is insane. Yeah,
0: I, is- I just feel like I don't know if it's 100. percent Can't get a quote. It just seems like the the world outside is moving forward. And I feel like we're kind of we're, we're like behind. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, like everybody you know in all fairness you know europe seems all getting better and better but they have yeah. their lapses too you know they got loose too. you know True. they want to open up the bars and whatever and it's like you can't do that right away you know what i mean it's like uh everything's yeah, gonna I, take time but we all need to be on the same page
0: yeah and i think california like we were like ahead of the curve they call it at first we were like really crying and then, then it came back and then like but i honestly like i'm 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 trying to live like I'm trying to – I go to the ocean every day. I'm trying to learn how to surf. Max is killing surfing, stuff. I've been trying to surf. I try to go to the ocean three times a week, go hiking, do my part, but just kind of not – I watch the news, but not so much. I'm trying to, like, live still because the first couple months kind of beat you down mentally. You know what the fuck's going to happen. We're living day to day. There's no end, No light in the tunnel. Even right now, it really isn't, but all your shows get cancer. You're like, oh, my God, and, like, you're going to figure shit out. And so now it's kind of like you're kind of used to it, I guess, in the sense where I'm just like – Okay, when the shows happen, they're going to happen. I'm excited. The thing is, like, we can announce a fucking summer tour right now for next year. We have no control of what's going to happen. The promoters and our booking agents have no control of where we're going to be at in the next five months. We don't fucking know. So yeah. it's like, you can't get excited about a date that I see that our agent posts about, it. oh, that looks great. We're going to play the festival. I really fu- I pray, you know, it's going to happen. But I can't think about that because I don't dwell upon shit. We're going to keep moving like, podcasts and merchandise and everything we've been doing and just trying to live and shit you yeah know?
1: definitely you know the good part of all this shit is like you know people get to spend more time with their families word and also you, you know also you could look at yourself a little bit more like things yeah. you wanted to you know handle like you know detoxing intoxing or whatever it is learning you know? a new language fucking reading more whatever man exactly you know what i what i saw that you've been doing i saw you skateboarding a lot
0: skating a lot bro
1: and I I'll see that you, you're, yeah, you've been skating with um, um well, Hosoy and fucking um, Caballero. Sure. How crazy sure. is
0: that? It's it's really crazy. It's uh, I met those guys a while back and been in touch. And um, Cab played on one of our songs, Skate, was in our video. And uh, yeah, just can I connect with those guys since I've been out here? But now I've been hanging a lot more. And Cab's got a ramp at his house, so I drive down and drop Max at Oceanside. He surfs, and then he meets me at Cab's and we skate his ramp and like. I brought Impossible Burgers and like my man Barbecued and, yeah, it's surreal to skate with those two dudes because they're like I looked up to them growing up. They're my friends now, but like, and I'm skating with them, and I'm doing I did like a hand plant. They're like, yo, how do you, f-? like that day I skated, I got skater of the day and trick of the day because nobody did a hand plant or a back or a nose pick, and it's just so fun to skate with them. And they're like, they're tripping on me that I skate, and like, I don't know, it's it's really cool, man. They're like super humble cats and. They've been on my podcast. They're great, great dads. Yeah, yeah. I've been skating more. Dude. I'm bringing back my own tricks and shit.
1: Yeah, I and, seen um, that, and and I, I that was dope because um I grew up with those guys too. You know what I mean? I used to have yeah. I you know, but I used to have a mini half in my yard, and you know, yeah, yeah, again, yeah, I remember that again. You know, more just skating street back then than that. But we we would have one, you know, um, and what's crazy? I was going through um I think it was Amazon or Netflix, and I saw a documentary that popped up on Harry Jumanji. Right? Mm. So, you know, old school New York skater. Well, little story, he he skated my ramp back in the day. He probably didn't remember, or doesn't Holy remember, shit. But he came to my ramp in my yard, because in, in Corona, that was the only ramp in that part. Wow. of Wow. And I remember him coming, and I, I didn't know about him then, but everybody's like, Harry Jumanji, Harry Jumanji. I was like, you know, I knew about fucking, you know, uh, Mark Gonzalez and fucking. Yeah. You know a, a, a cab and those dudes, mm-hmm. you know? and later, even you know not and those guys when they first dropped That was Compass man, hey, he was like the first ollie guy, big ollie guy, I remember yeah boy, you know come on man, guy, yeah, um that was yeah. um, don't even tell me that was um what was this fucking um what was this company uh, santa monica
0: oh yeah airlines uh, or some yeah, shit yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but,
1: but I remember like I, again I you know again, it was connected with the music and it was also. Hundred percent. Lifestyle, and but it was dope when I seen you skating with those guys. I was like, "How crazy is that shit?"
0: Yeah, it was very surreal, man. It was very like I, I was I was trying to not I was trying to skate, but I also watch them too. And then at one point, Cab's like just watching me. I go, "Bro, this is your ramp. to Skate too." Like I'm I'm nervous. You guys are watching me, and they're like, "If I did a sick trick, they fucking." It was really it was awesome, man. And um, yeah, man. So I skated with them three days ago at my wife's job because Moon works at the barracks. It's a skate park, and we pulled up there and like. This guy P Rod was skating with this other guy, and Max likes that dude. He's like a big skater, and so they have like a game of skate. We watched, and then we skated. But I'm definitely more of a rampant street guy. Um, but you remember like Harold Hunter and Sean Sheffy and yeah. shut skates and all those dudes. They were ill skaters in New York. The Brooklyn Banks dude, like all NYC that
1: shit. Skates. That was yeah. The I wanted to talk. I want to get Chaka on because I want to tell him about Team Stage Dive. That was their crew. That there was, was a, their skate team. Uh, I know. Yeah. I remember because of uh, Sasha Jenkins too. Yeah, cause Team Zone. That was our crew. That was, you know, a double O, a Pete Bt, um, a Peter Hung. These were all dudes that ended up. My man Gio, who ended up with Supreme. You know, yeah. you know, people don't 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 know, but there's a big connection with Supreme in New York and and us from back in the day. A lot of my man Gio, who was running the shop in in, in downtown, he was in my junior high school class. You know what I mean? Wow. We, we that like. You know, before hardcore, like even. I can remember his face right
0: now. I remember working at the the spot on, uh, what was that main spot they have a right? Brooms? I forgot it's yeah, name. Yeah, exactly. Thompson yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. That one, that was that was my man. Solani. That's where we shot the Mad Ball video down by Larby by there. Yeah, we did it right in between then. And every time we would go to Roadrunner, we would stop by Supreme, and he would just lace us. And I wish I kept some of that shit. Now it would have been Ooh, worth mad money.
0: Dude, you'd be chilling right now, man. That stuff is like gold.
1: I know, and is right he- now is he is he still part of that? You know what I I haven't talked to Gio in a while, but I think so. But I think he's like a more of a bigwig, not in the store, but like I think okay. he's just involved, like you know, in in the, in the whole everything else about it. But um, you remember,
0: what, you remember what board you was your favorite board back then, or like you, you know skated? what it was.
1: So when my first board was a Ripper because my boy had boarded. Nice. Me, and that's what I learned on. I had a a, a, a Ripper with um, Independent. Sex. no. no, no.
0: You know, um,
1: Thunder Trucks.
0: Thunder? Shit. Yeah,
1: I had Thunder, Thunder Trucks, and um, OJs. That, that OJs, was OJs, Santa
0: Cruz OJs, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And,
1: and I had um, German bearings. That was the big oh, thing.
0: That was the big thing back then. It was before. And then the Swiss bearings, yeah. bearings
1: came out where you could open them up and oil them. I remember. That was like Dude. the jiggy shit. And, and then um, were, you, were you just a street skater, or did
0: you do tricks on the mini ramp? Like no, I,
1: nah, I was never really good. Even at that, I was more in the, just riding on the street. We rode everywhere, and then yeah. later on, I had bought up when blanks came out, just blank boards, but it was shaped like a Hosoi board. Sick. But hammerhead, the hammerhead, exactly. Yeah, so I bought that, and then um later on um what else? That was kind of I stood with blanks for a long time, just because they they had nothing, and I would um we would cut up our own um what do you call it a uh, grip tape. How we yep. wanted and customize it and do all that shit, and then <laughs> right awesome. after that, I kind of you know I was into hardcore, so that kind of like I got more into the music than all that. But um, yeah, I always loved you know who's crazy who I got to play with back in the day with, you remember Klaus Grabke?
0: Yeah, I, dude.
1: Of course, yeah. he played in this band called Thumb, and we played no with him in the fucking 90s. way. Yeah, I swear to God, and I went up to him and I said, Yo, they told me about him, and I went up to him. And I said, Yo your name, you're Klaus? And he's like, yeah. And I go, I'm a big fan. And he kind of looked at me like, oh, get out of here. Like, this guy don't know because I, <laughs> I, I don't look like a, the average skate fan or whatever. And I was like, yeah, Are you yeah, yeah. Me? He had the melted clock on, you know, the, the graphics. Yeah, man. The... Classic shit. Yeah. And he played in a hardcore band, hardcore punk, kind of punk band in, in, in Germany or something. So, pretty did you, crazy. Did, did
0: you watch the Bones Brigades videos and all that shit?
1: Absolutely. All of those. Like the early ones, yeah, the search of P.F. Channel Channel. Yeah, for <laughs> PF Tang.
0: <laughs> search for that restaurant. And, um, yeah, and
1: search for Warren and Royce Lee.
0: Um, you know, the Bones Brigades and the soundtracks to those, all that shit. Man. Thrasher, all that shit was just so amazing, man, back then, man.
1: Yeah, but I remember watching some of the old um the comps, you know, the old competitions when Skate they rock,
0: have, uh, all the comp- competitions. Yeah, yeah, they would have
1: like it was it was like they would have the little ramps, the the the, the handrails, but it was a lot of those old school guys were still doing them back then. It was like yeah. some of the first street comms that will get um videotaped and um who, who was the the old skinhead not 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 my Mike Vallely another oh, guy that was like a skin dude back in the day Phil
0: Danforth
1: yeah he would be bald no shirt jeans on yeah, yeah he, he was
0: yeah old skater man yeah You're real right. crazy jeans skater on. too.
1: Yeah, yeah, wearing I, jeans.
0: Nobody was wearing pants back then. Doing yeah, that shit. Yeah,
1: I remember that. I remember watching it and people were bugging out on him. And you know, I got. This, I remember all those old school guys. Um, when Mark Gonzalez was the guy, he was the style guy for the street back then. Yeah. Um, um all those dudes, man, it was crazy. And then you know the soundtracks. You know, you would hear old Circle Jerks and
0: JFA faction, all that shit. It was cool. Yeah. when some of those. Clips they went to New York City, They was skating New York and the Brooklyn Banks and all that stuff. That was cool. Yeah, but and that's what story, I, yeah.
1: I that's another thing I grew up, you know. Um, I remember um um the the pyramids in Astoria, but yeah, I I, was, I would never chill there, but I remember about them, but I remember hitting the Brooklyn banks back in the day. It was a big thing because Shut the whole Shut team would go down there and that was like the spot if you were from New York,
0: you go yeah. there. There's like a documentary coming out about that. I'm, I, I heard about it the other day, like Brooklyn Banks breakdown.
1: With the, the about the the banks? Broken banks, yep. Oh, get out of here.
0: Yeah, I'll send you a link to that. Yeah, and I'll yeah send you I, li- I'm gonna send you a link to the Christian story documentary. You seen that? It's no, incredible, man.
1: Nah, no, I never seen that. I remember him um just battling um, for the highest air back then. With Tony Magnuson. Yeah. Like Tony
0: Magnuson's through the highest air.
1: Yeah, I remember yeah. I remember when, when the kid, now he's an older guy, um Tony Hawk's kid, the, the not his son. You remember the young kid? Um, he Danny Way. Oh, yeah, dude. You know, now he's diving off. You know, he's, he's, he's jumping into ramps out so, of helicopters. and I so ill, man. But I remember that's when I was already out of it, but I was still kind of check up on skateboarding when he was, like, 10 years old or whatever, a little kid, and he was killing yeah. it. It
0: was, like, his prodigy, didn't you? Well, I remember that. You're right.
1: Yeah, I remember, like, that. And then um, that's when, right after that, I got into the band and the music and the music and girls. And stuff like that. <laughs> I, I got into trying uh, to, try to ride other things than skateboards, at the time. <laughs> but um, <laughs> how crazy is that? And um, but yeah, nah, the, it was dope to see you. You know, I guess California too. You know, um, all those dudes are out there. So, and, yeah, you know. it's yeah, they're
0: super cool. It was fun skating. Since I'm very, I, I, guess like still like it's if you told my told me like in 1980 or whatever to it when I was 13. Look at, at those dudes in magazines. Because when you look at those dudes in magazines, you think they're way older than you, and they're, they're only a couple years older than me. But in the magazines, you see the pictures. They're, like, bigger than life. And then you meet them, and they're fucking awesome. They're only a couple years older. They're super humble. Yeah, I man, I'm very lucky to call my friends, and I've been skating with them a lot. And Max has been skating again, because he kind of fell off skating for a minute, too. And, uh, yeah, man, they're just, they're just chill. And it's, they're just dudes. It's kind of like, I guess, when we meet people, we become friends with the music business, too. Like, Like your friends are Mike Mirror and people like Mike Mirror suicidal. He's like this. I saw him on TV in that fucking video. You meet him, he's like mad cool and humble, and it's awesome. man.
1: yeah, no, definitely. Even with me, you know, like crazy. You know, I was like, man, I used to see him when I was a kid. You know what I mean? And then you, you know, you you know that you're chilling with them, bugging out with them, and it's like, you know, you you, when 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 you're a kid and you see somebody in a magazine or TV, you know, they almost seem like superheroes. It's untouchable. You're, You're never gonna meet them
0: or hang with them. You know what I'm saying? Like. You but know, yeah, Mike, Might Mirror is a mad cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, shout out to Suicide. I love those guys, Best, especially like, that's a, that's a, that's a not only humble, but he, he's a real motherfucker, real classy guy. Deep, all those guys, they're like, yeah, I got a lot of love for them, man. I the, when I met them, I, I loved them even more. You know. Yeah, they got,
0: they got so much respect for you guys in the New York scene and hardcore, like.
1: Yeah, that, that super, that's super fat. humble.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's fat.
1: like when I see them, I get excited. You know, just to talk shit and, and yeah. You know, and now they got Lombardo on the band, they're killing it. They got Kuba on the drums. Forget it. They're they're beasts, you know, a Ron, bass, Dean, all those yeah. guys, you know. And shout yeah. out to the let me ask you this, speaking of bands. When we uh, Hazen Street, when we when we yes. did Hazen Street shit, you were were you living in California already, or you were in New York still?
0: I was in California and then we did the de- you guys all came out, we did those demos at Swing House, and then we did the record. You guys stayed at the Oakwoods. Yep. Um Yeah, you got, yeah. Yeah, I was already out of there. I left New York in 2001. What, what year did you leave New York?
1: Um, about seven years ago. I don't even know the year. Okay. About seven years, making around seven years ago. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah. So so you were living there already. Because I, I forget, like, even how that happened. I remember rehearsing a couple times. And the next thing I know, we're flying out to Cali. And I don't even remember the flights to Cali to do those mm. demos. I remember kind of, like, we're there. We did, um, we did two demos, didn't we? We did one at the... Remember the Foo Fighter studio by Amina? Yeah, yeah. That was one hey, of the you're spots. Right.
0: You're right. We did do. There's only one demo which we, we never released, and it's and it's the one that, that we have. It's all I love it. Um, we did that demo, and then I guess, I guess Chad's played it for the Good Charlotte dudes, and that's when that shit happened. The rest is history with that. But yeah, man, we made those songs, and that was so fun is writing stuff at that studio at Swing House, and then and then all of a sudden we're recording with the guy who did. Freaking POD. What's that guy's name? Yeah, he was a know.
1: wild cat. Howard Benson?
0: Yeah, Howard Benson, dude.
1: How crazy was that? That's what I was saying. Um uh, I remember the first couple, of the f- first bunch of uh, Hazen Street shows, I couldn't even look at you because we'd start laughing. we were like, what the fuck <laughs> we doing, Playing? Was Yo, like, it's so
0: weird, dude. It was so <laughs> surreal, man. It happened really fast, I feels like. I don't know. It it
1: it, uh, it did and it didn't. like it did happen fast, but it was more like um we put a lot of work into it, but like you know, we were jamming. The next thing you know, um, uh, let's get together again. Let's record a demo. Let's record another right. demo. Let's go to Cali. And then I just remember um, the next thing I know, we're going on tour. Story of the Year, first tour, remember?
0: Dude. Story of the Year and their prime. They had a huge song. We opened up for them. Uh, I think it started at the House of Blues in Florida was the first show. Orlando. Yeah, that was the first show. And then we went from that to, like, I don't know, the fucking P.O.D. tour. And then Newfound Glory in fucking Japan. And then the Warp Tour. And then
1: Yeah. We like
0: one year straight on that shit, man.
1: Yeah, I remember. Yeah, we did um, yeah, we did that. We did the P.O.D. tour. Shout out to the POD guys.
0: Yeah, it great was, dudes.
1: Yeah, it was definitely a great band. We it was POD, Lacuna Coil. That's right. Somebody else and us, we were like oddballs on that tour. <laughs> you know, everybody came- and
0: every, oddballs and everything we did.
1: Oddballs in yeah.
0: the story of the year, oddballs with at the fucking warp tour. Dude, oh, we yeah. were on our own. we were on our own shit. The
1: thuggability shit. Yeah, I remember playing. I remember waking <laughs> Mackie up like, "Yo, we gotta go on on Warped Tour and be like 10:30 in the morning, bro." And
0: like,
1: for, I remember. I never forget. Um,
0: Mackie's not a morning person either. Oh man. yeah,
1: definitely not. He was in his fucking in his coffin, <laughs> and we'd opened it up. It was like the mummy. And, but Dude. I I, re, I remember um the bass player. I forgot what band he was in. But he, he's the bass player for Beck. That guy okay. loved us and i realized it was him later on but every morning really? yeah mm. he was on that tour with somebody else and i remember he'd be there drinking coffee watching us in the morning <laughs> standing cuz he you know, was, was a lot of beat shows kind of yeah it like, was you know and um but i remember him and he always came up to us like yo you guys, yo you guys are dope you guys i love you guys you guys are great wow and then, um not that he bit, but fast forward. I remember Beck dropping a song that sounded like one a, Matt, a, a Hazen Street song. Oh, it's like Through the World," right? Yes, yes, almost to <laughs> the <laughs> T. Oh <laughs> my <laughs> god, that <those> was <laughs> fucking. Yep, Holy I ain't saying <laughs> he took <clears throat> it, and even if he did, it was out of love because that guy would watch us all the time.
0: Wow, I want to listen to that after this. That's crazy. You're right, man. Yeah, and it was crazy. Wow, another person we met on that tour was Matt Skiba. First time I met him was on the tour, and he watched us every day too. Like he was super supportive, man. He was out there too, man. Like we had some
1: rough early ones for sure, man. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, um, I remember like um mainly on that on that tour, I was like, I, I loved a lot of the people, but I wasn't into a lot of those bands. Wow. So I was glad when we were on the warp Tour with um Nonfiction with Ill Bell. That's right, you know, those guys, because we'd watch them early in the morning. They they right. chill out for a little while, then they'd have to leave. And then we'd be, you know, just hanging around, sweating our balls off. All Dude, fucking. remember
0: it's how a, hot it is? It's a gnarly tour. If you're not in the bus, man, I've done it in a van, a Winnebago that broke down. I've done it in many different vehicles, but the bus is the only way to do that tour because it is fucking, you know, it's oh, brutal, bro.
1: I know. I don't know how the fuck that shit was <laughs> fucking insane. Yo, you remember when the
0: bus driver ran off the road and I was in the back and this mirror came and smashing my head? I was screaming on the bus. I got woke up. My head was bleeding. Yeah. Oh shit,
1: dude! Yeah, and I remember Mackie just looked out and He was like, well, "He's all right." He went back in his bunk and like go back he to sleep. Out
0: of my bunk or some shit, dude. That was I, fucking crazy. So man. many
1: crazy shit. Yeah, that guy fucking falling asleep. The drive almost fell asleep. Remember Royce flipped Did on the. We fire company. him? Yeah, we had yeah, to fire him
0: or something. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Royce went up to the front. And the first thing that the driver said, I didn't fall asleep. <laughs> How crazy is that? That's the first shit that guy said. The
0: bus was like, it was fucking crazy, man." I remember um, so
1: much crazy shit. And there was a fucking tornado in, in um in Texas. You remember one they were like everybody get in a tent. We yeah. almost got into beef with the security. They didn't want to let us in the tent. Oh, it was a <laughs> And then we almost I, got into a beef with some other guy and I another know.
0: I, I want to say something. I want to say that Hazen Street was on their best behavior, dude. We knew going into that fucking warp tour that the the stig, the stig the stigma of of New York hardcore bands, just everything, dude. We went in there like we're gonna be we're a different band. This is a mapble H12, new none of these bands. This is Hazen Street. And we're gonna be on a P's and Q's and just do our set and fucking go. And I was so proud of everybody in the band because there was so many. Opportunities where people were being assholes that they're they're so lucky to this day. And that uh, everybody was so professional. Boy, you know what I'm saying? Like and we just did our shit and we fucking
1: No for sure. You know, um, I remember I remember like, you know, we you know, we did our thing. We we played when we had to play, we went all out, no matter how many people were there. And yes. we didn't fuck we didn't fuck with nobody. We hung out, we hung out with everybody, we br- especially with the whole squad, the whole barbecue squad at night. Yeah, you know, man. all those guys. You know Elvis, all those dudes who have Manco Angel. I remember all those guys. And fast forward, those guys all end up working with Tim and Rancid guys and Hellcat. Oh, that's right, that's yeah, right. You know, and yeah. you know what else I remember? Um, you guys working out with um uh, with Avenged uh, Cent- was the was yeah, dude, yeah, you know, right? dude, mad cool, mad those cool. Dudes, But I remember, and I think one of those guys had an H two O tattoo. two of them. Yeah, yeah. he's got thick in the water right here. My first album, and his, his arm or I, I something, can't...
0: right? Yeah, Mad Core. Let's use Mad Core. Yeah, Yeah, you know, that's
1: what I try to, you know, you know, I try to kind of connect the dots with some of these people like um you know, when you're young, you know, you're definitely gung-ho about the bands you love and you're like, "Fuck these guys, fuck that guys." But you could connect the dots to a lot of people that have a lot of love for our our bands, our Yes. you know. Yes. from like guys like that, like, you know, again, you know um those dudes loving you guys, you know um 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 same thing with like Fred Durst and Limp Bizkit. You know, Limp Bizkit was yeah. easy in our world to talk shit about. But I I, I say this every time I get a chance. Limp Bizkit is the band that gave a New York hardcore band a chance to tour arenas in Europe. They, they they when Big Chris showed, you know, basically Fred knew what's up with Agnostic Front and wanted to see them. He's not yeah. a hardcore kid, but he knew he liked the underground shit and new AF. Yeah. You know, Big C was like, "Yo, check check out what Madball's doing. That's his brother." And he's like, "Yo, that shit is dope. Yo, you think they like they be down to play? Freddie meets up with us Just him. like that. Yo, you guys be down to play? Yo, three weeks, four weeks later, we're in fucking, we're playing fucking um, you know um um an uh, England, Wembley, with, Wembley, big yeah big yeah, big Wembley. Big. yeah Wembley, yeah, Wembley yeah. Arena with them. You know, they didn't even what they did it for cred. They don't need the cred. They, you know, we didn't yeah. bring tickets to that bill." You know, he, he showed love because he liked the band, liked the people. And there was dudes, you know, as well as, you know, in, in our world, guys that are from our world that said, yo, we're going to take you on tour. We love you guys and never do shit for us. Yeah, exactly. Talked
0: about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, totally, we, you
1: know um a lot of bands did that with Madball. You know, in the yeah. early days when we were the new band, the new hot band, you know, we want to take you on tour. We want you to sing on our record. We want to be on stage when you play. But they never took us on tour you know what i mean that's why for many, yeah, years, man you know we're gonna start being getting on package tours to way later but um, yeah
0: I, I like how he just like checked you guys out liked it they want to play you know what i mean like
1: boom and that was it yeah. you know what I mean? and then you connect the dots you know it's like you know even with the corn dudes you know they went out was sick of it all early on yeah you know yeah. what i mean and it's like you know even the not hardcore dudes you know there, there's there's similar worlds you know what I mean yeah. like it's underground you know and it's like uh it's an attitude and it's like skateboard it's graffiti you know you know it's like uh
0: everything man, yeah man. that
1: makes my marsh of everything in them but now though that hazen street shit was a good time and I love the band in them I'm glad you know people are are loving the band still you know it's good to be me know. too uh, yeah
0: I think back then people were kind of like what is this and then as it as it came out and things happened and now people fucking hit me up all about it you know what i mean like people people loved it i mean it was super fun we did some crazy fucking tours we went right into a bus from the jump. Yeah. um but we needed to it was a fucking whole bunch of us you know like it was so fun yeah, how about Join the,
1: the video video with a
0: fucking trailer
1: was shutting fucking down the like, street you know, and fucking in dude, the low east side that we, was crazy
0: uh, man i i we I walked by those streets a million times before. We never thought in the news. We'd be shooting a video, have a stylist, have a fucking trailer. I fu- yep, Tim Bergen. I- thank you, Tim Bergen, for Nike. Had us yeah, all great up. Yo, shout Bro. out to the-
1: Timmy the Kid. That was... To- I remember walking in the trailer. And oh, had white t- on white, Uptowns. I had three tracks, <laughs> three Nike tracksuits, and three pairs of uptowns. I was like, I made it. I remember e- Ezek showing up, and e- Ezek's like, yo, I thought somebody got killed because the street was shut down. He was like, yo, you know, like, <laughs> he was like,
0: he were we were fucking, yo, Tim was lacing us, man. Love Tim. He always looked out for us, man.
1: Hell yeah, he like, the kid. How about I remember jamming, um, rehearsing in that studio in, 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 in um LA? You remember the bangles We were rehearsed? We'd walk by the room and listen in the door. The breathing. Oh, that's right. That's
0: remember? right. The breathing. Yeah, I, man. I
1: this, uh, Ronson, Mark Ronson and, and his sister, they were jamming in there. Ronson? That's
0: right. Yeah, yeah, they were
1: jamming in there. I remember, dude. Seeing, you got a
0: really good memory for smoking so much weed, Hoya. You got a really good memory of shit because I you it, mentioned like Robert Smith, and I was like, "What? I don't remember seeing Robert Smith at the party."
1: Yeah, yeah and you don't re- remember that. and I'm like, "Yo, I remember that because I remember being in that small room." For, well, for anybody who didn't hear the story, who, during Hazen Street, we had a day off and we played. A, we went to a radio show that Newfound Glory was playing in um, DC. Was it or something like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But on that bill was Jay Z, Cypress Hill. fucking The Cure played, like, must have played or whatever. Well, long story short, we went to, what's the homeboy's name? The singer for Robert uh, Smith. Robert Smith. He had a a hotel room party that we all went to, and it was a small suite, and I remember we all rolled up, and we're like, you know, we felt out of place, like, we don't belong here, but I'm looking. One side you got Cypress Hill, and then you got on this side, like, MTV VJ's you know, all coked out. And then I remember seeing <laughs> Homeboy in the back of his own room. He was psyched that people were there, but he was just sitting there with a drink, like, standing there just quiet. Just yeah. chilling, like, kind of, like, just happy that people were around. And I was like, man, awesome. who would ever think that, you know, we'd be in a situation like <laughs> this? Were you with me at TV's when we met Madonna when Cypress
0: Hill played there at Booyah Tribe? It was the night before the Lollapalooza got rained out. Are you with me then? No, a bunch you,
1: of us. No, one time we were in front of the Ritz, and she came out the studio next door. She walked right by us. I don't know if you were. That's with us. right. And she yeah, just got in the car, and we yeah. we're like, oh, shit, that's fucking Madonna!" And that was like, crazy. Yeah, but that was um, fucking
0: yeah, crazy, man. That whole hey,
1: And How about also we got to go to Japan? Well, Hayes Street, Newfoundland No so shows were
0: incredible. What? Fucking incredible, man.
1: How insane? The footage
0: of those? Look at footage now. I posted them a couple weeks ago. The footage was crazy, dude. Like. It, the record did. I remember the record did really good in Japan. Like we it, did it, it really did well for us over there. And when we got there, it was like people knew the words and shit. It was
1: yeah. That I was tripped Japan.
0: out, man. Yeah, I miss it, it so much, man. I miss. I've been in Japan in years, man.
1: Me neither, man. I, hopefully, we could go back there. You know, obviously, go back anywhere to play, but especially Japan. Like a lot of some of, of those, love those for first Japan. shows are
0: Mabo and H2O. I, I, I mean, I must speak for both of them. when we first going to Japan in the '90s. Was just like. Fucking surreal,
1: man! Amazing. I love the you know. I love the culture, the people. People, the, yeah. The so, attitude yeah, was right. You know. Yeah. The, you know they did everything right. You know the mad lo- You know I gotta say. You know all those countries out there. You know Indonesia, whatever the the passion yeah. people have for the music is like South America. Uh, South America,
0: dude.
1: They remind me of each other. Like what? Like how passionate the people are. You know, I appreciate
0: for- the music, man. Everything like you know, like
1: and the lifestyle and that whole shit. Yeah, it's crazy. And
0: I, remember, yeah. I remember going to Japan and seeing like no graffiti on the trains, nobody had their bikes locked up, people wearing masks because they would be respectful. It was sick. That's all that's the first time seeing all that shit. It was crazy. I
1: left my wallet on top of my amp after the show. I play, I went backstage, did whatever, hours later, come out, the wallet's still there. Try that in anywhere else in the world. Yo,
0: I got a similar story. I fucking lost my wallet in Japan and I told the promoter. Our rep was like from Sony because Epitaph was Sony there. He's like, Don't worry. i call the police station. I'm like, okay. The next day at the morning we check out when the next day we meet in the lobby, he hands me my wallet. Somebody turned my wallet with 300 dollars in it still to the fucking police station, dude.
1: You know I didn't get it. I would have <laughs> said, Tell me, I found your wallet, but there was no money in it. But
0: dude, that's fucking crazy, right? Hoy, like no, just I, sure. every time I got back from those first couple of times, going to South America and Japan, I feel like a new person. Appreciation and just seeing out—I don't know, man. Just traveling like that. That's our college, bro. We—I didn't go to college. You, you go to college?
1: No, but that, I got I, thrown out yeah. of high school. You kidding me? Oh, that's
0: right. Um that, So this was like our college, and like, we got to see the world, playing music and different cultures and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, was was so fucking lucky, man. Like,
1: yeah, no, it's pretty sure. amazing,
0: dude. Just you know, reading books, you actually go and experience. You know?
1: Yeah, that's what I love. You know, Madball got to show me the world, and even with the Hazen Street experience, we got to yeah. Get a little taste of that other world, you know of of you know of just uh, the more um, mainstream world. You yeah, know, you know we got to 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 rolling buses, you know more frequently. We got you know everybody on the road crew was our our boys, you know. Right, I mean? everybody with us, dude. And, you know. You, mean, was yo, cool. you,
0: remember, you remember when somebody get a call from the label like, "Hey, we need you guys to fly home and do a fucking showcase two songs in New York." Yes. Two song showcase
1: in the so, middle like, of War Tour. We all stood the at Warped the Tour. W. Also, remember,
0: yo. So they flew us out there. We got the. We played in front of the whole fucking staff of Epic, whatever. Yep. And so they had us on the stage. But then I, I, we, me and Freddie, just said, "Fuck it." We walked in the crowd of people sitting at their tables and singing to them. Like I thought, I thought we killed it, and they said we killed it. But
1: um, you know, you it was know what? Weird, man. You know what? I know. I know we killed it because I remember before before the show somebody talking to us it wasn't harvey Leeds loved us yeah right? but i remember yeah. somebody talking to us before we went on stage and they're like okay so check this out i never forget this they were like yo this is a showcase so you know people might not you know they might clap a little and, you know nobody's gonna oh yeah you know, whatever it's just gonna be that so don't worry about it just go out there and play and you know do your thing and I remember we st- we played the two tracks. You guys were jumping on tables. And I remember after that, people were standing, applauding. And I was like, yo, we're going to fucking blow up. <laughs> like we like deflated.
0: It. Yeah, like You're right, dude. You're right, yeah. dude.
1: Believe me. And I remember Harvey, again, was like, yo, walking around. he said, like, come take a walk with me, Hoy, to meet everybody. He was like, yo, these are my boys. These are my boys. And I was like. You know, and Trump, I didn't know man. much about Harvey then. And then I look into him, I'm like, yeah, this guy signed loaf and fucking. fucking brought
0: the Clash to America. I know. And shit.
1: I know. Crazy. We were man. like, he
0: was like a legend, bro. It was fucking crazy, man.
1: And then I was like, and then, not too long after that, <laughs> we get our fucking tour support taken you know, or yeah, run, I know. Run, whatever. I but, I, uh, I,
0: th- I think what happened with the whole thing is that we, we didn't really talk about it, but I know Good Charlotte had such a big record, and then they got their imprint, and then they signed the bands like I forgot the other band they signed us. And then we got lots of attention. And then at the same time, they were about to drop their second follow-up to that huge record, which was like a double album. And I think all the attention went on that yeah. after us, kind of like, here's your little, you can have your little label here and you can we do something with these guys and then we're going to focus. So whatever, yeah. the timing, whatever, but it was such a fun ride and I'm so proud of the record Work with you guys and everybody we had in the mix doing it. It was, it was a great experience, man. I would never, I have no regrets about it, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Oh, yeah, oh,
1: absolutely not. You know, I was like, you know, we all were like, yo, this could probably do something. But if it doesn't, you know, us, we, we you know. server base. Yeah, you know, it was like we were just happy to be able to experience what we were doing. We got to do a major label record. <clears throat> we worked with a um, um, real top-notch, you know, producers. Um, we, like again, we got to live in L.A. for a couple of months, you know, recording at the Oakwoods. You know, we yeah. got to do an experience like that. Fly in, do two songs. They put us all Crazy, man. in the W. I remember they're like, you're going to go home. I'm like, fuck that. I'm taking the advantage of this hotel. Yeah, yeah, dude, fuck that. And we were on Sidekicks back then, remember? We everybody sidekicking each other. <laughs> that was the, the cartoon moment
0: was <laughs> sick when that we get Sidekicks was the shit, bro. Yeah. Oh, my God. Matt had the two-way pager from, like, 88. Yeah, he was like, like fucking Sky signals. Pager.
1: Smoke signals. Um, <laughs> he, he had a pager no, no, and that, that, under that was, his
0: fucking. Yo, know, that was a great experience in, like, we gotta put the we gotta put the Hayden Street vinyl out. the vinyl came out only in Germany, like we're gonna put it out in America. We'll be trying to get the to be able to do that and put that out. And then maybe make a couple of songs. I heard there's like some riff floating around, like yeah. you know what I mean? Like maybe yeah, we to no, do definitely. three songs or something, you
1: know? No, definitely, you know, everybody always asks for it, and we all know everybody in the band loves it. It was just all of us are so over all over the place it's hard to get together, but I know people, people always asking me for merch, people always asking me for new bands or more info more stories and you know and all that type of shit you know what we got it got to get reposted again that old what they call those things you remember it was the video they had an ep EKG g it was a little video thing where it was the kind of the making of we were doing it was we were doing the of, ma- okay we did the making of the video for mtv V yeah. two. oh it never, never came out i wonder what's up with that but before that we had the making of the demo or something, or one of the records where
0: I have, it, I'm gonna get that, bro. I have it. Yeah,
1: I, I remember it being online, DVD, but
0: yeah, Moon put it to a DVD. I'm gonna find it, dude. Yeah, that
1: shit has some cool shit. Set. We're all talking and and in the, the studio, yeah. yeah. Okay. Shout out to Dave Kennedy, too, you know, with James yes. Coffee and fucking.
0: Yes, man. Killing so it proud with the of coffee. Him, man. Oh, hell yeah. Killing you the know. coffee game. Yeah. And again, unfortunately, unfortunately, as much as you hate Naked Raygun, I think I hate coffee now because I tried it, bro. <laughs> It has a really shitty effect on me. No pun intended. I get super jittery. I get dehydrated. I gotta shit myself, and I crash really hard. I'm not built for it. I tried straight. I tried straight, bro. I can't do it, man.
1: Well, let me tell you. Let me fill you in another secret. I haven't drank coffee in like four or five months. Holy shit! You're
0: fucking straight edge, dude. Yeah, I'm
1: almost straight. Yeah, I'm like straight edge, dude. Uh, yeah, Holy you know. Holy fuck. Yo, I'm gonna say, yo, you gotta talk to Siv. You Ray today. Hello. Uh, yeah. Everybody say, yo, could I get down? But yeah, you know what? No, you know, I, wow, I yeah, I'm, it's funny. Cause I actually would talk to Adam Blake. I hit him up a couple of while ago cause he's my go-to guy, you know, when I need little, you yo, know, shit, yeah. Shit, yeah. For like trading or just stuff, you know, I I've hit him up for like, Hey, you know, uh multivitamins or what's good yeah. for this and that. So I hit up Blake every chance I get, get to. And, and he was telling me, a while ago, yo, it's good to, to, you know, if you drink coffee, you know, get off of it every month or so, every two months. The, and I just never went back. I started getting um, too anxious on the shit, too. I noticed one. Felt t- exactly too jittery. And I was like, yo, I don't like the way this feels. Yeah. You and get I'll, so
0: used to it. And then we get off you go back. You realize it would really fucking. Yeah. Like, you- not, I mean, I I'm said there's really good parts of coffee that's good for your digestive system. But if it is a de- dehydrate you or diuretic or whatever it is, yeah. you know, like.
1: Oh, you, you know, your, your diarrhea is fine. I know that for a fact. I you mean, yeah, I,
0: I, I do not need it in my life. That's, I'm good with that. Yeah. So, but the, the coffee shit. So no coffee for you, no weed. That's fucking crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you want to know what else? Oh, my God. Don't <laughs> tell me you're fucking vegan, bro. No, no, I'm not vegan. Yet. I'm not vegetarian either, but I haven't eaten red meat either. I cut red meat out.
0: Get the who am I talking to? Take those
1: glasses off. Who the fuck is this? Yeah, but but listen, I still eat chicken and fish and vegetables. But yeah, you know, I was like, um, did you
0: did you have like a health thing or something? No, 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 you know,
1: I had to watch myself. I wanted to watch myself more. The more, you know, again, I'm a single father, and then you know, just thinking of my sons, you know, and then I said, you know, hey, I just gotta, I gotta, you know. The living the lifestyle I do, even being in a band is hard with the traveling, the wear and tear. And I was like, yo, you know, if I could feel better, I want to feel better. And then just hearing too much shit about, you know, there's so much with the cancer shit going around. I know,
0: I, I know man. I and, know. and that
1: and that shit, you know, I mean, anybody's prone to it. You know what I mean? I think we all have it in our bodies is just the accumulation of what we put into it could activate the shit. You know what I mean? Um, you know? Yeah.
0: And be healthy for your family and for your future and living and it'd be there for your kids. All that I told that's mixed fucking dude. It's amazing. Yeah, so
1: so I definitely started, you know, little by little, you know, I started cleaning up with that. Again, also the you know, this whole lockdown shit helped me do that because it gave me a reason. I took it like a like a jail sentence, you know. Dude, you know, when guys start working out, guys eat different, guys start reading or doing whatever it is. Yeah you know, started doing that, but, uh, you know, I'm proud of you, man, that's you,
0: that, that that's something super positive to take from this whole lockdown, I think a lot of people are making changes like that, for sure, man, yeah, like, you for know, sure, I always love,
1: you know, I loved meats and whatever, I was always still more of a chicken guy than a Remy, but I cut red meat out, all pork, you know, um, it was just, you hear too much out of, even out of the meat eaters, you know, those are the ones harder, the hardest for your body to break down, so I said, yo, you know, I, you know, I I'm I'm cool with, like, Eating, I, I love fish, you know, and it made me eat fish more. Yeah, you know, fish is, you know, and fish is just it sits better in me, and I feel better on it. So yeah, I eat a little bit of chicken, and then a lot of vegetables, and then just, you know, trying to, you know. You, know, you never
0: fucking fucked with vegetables, really, bro.
1: No, never. I was like a, a basic guy, you know. I would eat a little of a salad. Picados, or whatever, But yeah. yeah, yeah. But I was never that. And then, uh, and again, you know, um, the the the, the the quality and and, and uh, the variety of what we get nowadays made shit better because back totally. then even you know uh, you know a lot of the the, the the fake food was whack you know the, if you compare vegan food mm-hmm. even the vegan food vegetarian food yeah. 15 years ago doesn't compare to what it is now no
0: way dude. you know there
1: was no crossroads like that you know
0: impossible beyond none of that. Shit. Yeah, yeah you no.
1: know it was like you know it was like you had good dishes but it was still the finesse was ass, there.
0: dry ass burgers like Hockey Puck burgers and yeah, shit. Yeah, you like. know, and
1: all that. So it was kind of like, you know, it, it, you had to appreciate it. Now you almost, you you know, um, you can let your guard down because they got, you know, just, you know, guys like Tao, who I love, and, and just for his, even when he talked to him about cooking, a yeah. guy like that understands taste where he's trying to make, you know, stuff taste like what it was originally um, meant to be like, it if, totally. if, if was a burger. Okay. How can we make this non-meat burger be, taste like a real burger? Totally. You know what I mean? Um, How can we make, you know, this fake f- fried chicken, you know, taste like fried chicken, like shout out to organic grill. Also like Vlad and those guys. Yeah. Like, see a spot like that. If I have Vlad and Tao, I, I, you know, I'd be vegetarian. I'd be vegan. Cause they, they yeah. it's just yeah. good. Again, why I never really shitted it on anybody. Cause if it's good, it's good. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that, and, that, so so just is what you're saying, that's
0: I love that tall soul approach. It's lead by example. It's not preachy. It's like I want to make good food. Doesn't matter. if It's vegan now. You're gonna love the food. And if you keep, he has this whole saying, "World peace starts in the kitchen." That's his thing. Like, let's get meat eaters to eat the vegan food and realize it's not fucking what they think it's gonna be like dry hippie fucking salad. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, so he, he makes under- it easy to cross over for you guys. You know, and he
1: understands that because he learned. A traditional ways of of, of like um 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 gourmet cooking, French style yeah. cooking. So he yeah. learned, okay, you know um 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 these tastes, these rich tastes, and then he learns, okay, if I know how it tastes a little, I could try to copy the flavors. And the same thing with like organic grill in, in New York, who I love, Vlad and those guys, they make you know fr- um fried chicken sandwiches. They're a fucking amazing. I'm like. Again, it, right? yeah. they learned the technique, they just, their know-how and they love, and those guys love, obviously they love vegetarian and vegan people loving their food, but I know they love even more when meat eaters fall in 100%. love with their food. Because again, you know, meat eaters are, um, um, a lot of them could be very hard-headed when it comes to trying that stuff. Well, hundred percent back then even more for sure. Yeah, but yeah, but I,
0: that, my whole thing is too. Like, I know a lot of vegans they get mad at. Like, you know, I, don't get mad. At, like, I'm not gonna go to Burger King and get the Impossible Whopper. Cool. You don't have to. It's it's a choice. It's not really for you anyway. These companies are made so people can have a have a choice to not eat meat. And it's a and it tastes like a burger. Yeah, it's not the best for you. It's processed, but that those companies aren't really for vegans. They're for to get other people to try vegan food who are meat eaters and kind of open their mind and cross them world, Like realize like not vegan. Like vegan food tastes fucking good. So. I back all that, even if I'm not going to personally go try the chicken nuggets at Kentucky Fried Chicken, I should because if I support that, they'll, they'll stay there longer and there'll be more options for people. You know what I'm saying? Like,
1: yeah, like yeah, I, you know, I understand the whole big corporate shit, but yeah, I don't know why anybody would hate for them trying to open up to a message that a lot of vegetarians and vegans it. You know, they they want they, they the world want, to change. You, yeah, you know, 15, 20 years ago, try getting a a, 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 a fake burger anywhere. You know you, nowhere, were, you. know I I saw what poor Earth Crisis had to eat back in the day. I remember in the Midwest on that tour, specifically they had people bring them Pedialyte, like one of these drinks wow. that because they weren't they were like we might not find food, so they Damn. needed the nutrients and they had they were drinking yeah. like because me and Johnny Lafada, they had chocolate ones and I admitted it to them before, we, you know we, we 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 killed a couple of the Pedialites because those shits tasted <laughs> like milkshakes, but um. <laughs> But you know, shit like of that, starving <laughs> vegan's food. That's fucking you know funny, um, man. but it was like um but yeah I don't know why people would hate on that or whatever, but
0: yeah, it's, it's a big picture. Like these companies are it's not about us, it's about the planet and the animals. If if you're doing if, if Hoy Rock's vegan for health, I, I, I love that because in the end you're saving animals. It doesn't matter why you're doing it, you're saving animals and helping the planet. So if you do it like I don't care about the animals, but I care about my health awesome but you're still saving the animals so thank you you know what i'm saying like it's whatever your reason is for not eating animals it's helping the fucking planet and helping everything so it's like i'm so proud of you dude i never so no weed and no fucking red meat and no fu- coffee whatever but it's like that's yeah. crazy and that happened on a fucking pandemic where you couldn't go do what you love and play music you fucking took it in on yourself and helped change yourself st- it's amazing, man. It's fucking...
1: Yeah, yeah you know, I already so had... so proud cut, of you, dude. You know, I, I, I already, like, the year before, I already had cut dairy out. But not not yeah. like vegan style. Like, I don't look at everything. I've yeah. got milk, but drinking milk because yeah. um, it was just starting... I am mean, the old I got, it started hitting me harder. And then I yeah. noticed, I was like... And then now, again, there's almond milk that tastes amazing. Bang. Back then, you know, the shit before that wasn't as tasteful. It was you just
0: soy or rice or something back then. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
1: Yeah. Now there's stuff that's very, oat, oat similar, milk. you know, close. Oat milk's bomb to
0: too. Yeah.
1: Oat milk is what I love. That's my shit. Like when I was drinking yeah. coffee, that's what I I switched to. You know, and, yeah. and and I learned that from the Germans. My boy Dom from Bonn, Pain, he was the one that that put me on. I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah almond milk, and he goes, yeah, I try oat milk. And I was like, oat milk. I go, what the fuck? That don't even say. He goes, trust me. He's say, like, it's creamier and it works better with coffee. Blah blah blah. The next thing you know, you know, then all I started noticing, you know, the the, the whole oat milk movement blowing up at the huge. same time.
0: Only fucking huge, only, man. yeah, huge, you, know, huge. you know everything.
1: You know, there's so many. So I was like, you know, if anything good came out of this whole shit, is people just even if it ain't, you know, doing that is just kind of um, focusing on themselves, you know. And, and you know, maybe it's great. you, I've known you,
0: you I've known, known you for like I don't know twenty five something years. We've never. We, we, you broke my balls, but we, we've never been like, I've never been like, yo, you should be vegan. You've been like, no, you should eat meat, ever. We just, oh, yeah, we're just nah. friends, and it didn't fucking matter. And it's just cool to see full circle that you grew up around people like me and people that were part of that. And now in your later life, you you chose it yourself to try that. It's fucking, it's awesome. Man. Yeah, yeah,
1: no. Yeah. And, again, and that's what, I, what I, I always was, that I always liked that when the whole vegan or the whole plant-based movement started getting really popular, I was like, you know, people... Tr- try to talk to me about it. And I'm like, yo, I already know a lot about it because a lot of my yeah. friends were doing that back in the day. Like we talked yeah. about working in health food spots and all that, you know, the blood clots and everybody, the you, the, the, you know, yeah. or, or gorilla biscuit dudes, or, you know, there were so many guys that were vegetarian. You know, again, you know, there was guys that were drug addicts that were vegetarians. There was vegan <laughs> straight. edge true. You know, um, um, um guys there, there was vegan beer drinker dudes. I know, you know, Salt Lake city, yeah. Guys would drink beer and they were vegan. And I didn't, I, I used to just associate everything with straight edge. And then you learn, no, it's, you know, it's, there was more to it. And then again, yeah. in the world now, it's like, uh, you know, our generation started um, making things better, you know, even taste yeah. wise, quality wise, and with, with science behind it, you know, even if it's Over, working yeah. out, you know what I mean? Like like the style of working out, being active, you know, um, um, you know, you how we talk active? to our children.
0: You have more energy now. Do you feel better?
1: Yeah, yeah, I feel good. I, you know, I feel better. I've been doing a lot of heavy bag work. I do in general in my okay. house. You know, I do that and just try to because just staying in the house got too much. You know, it became a fucking yeah. This just, this
0: is the key. This is a key question in, in this whole thing. Have you made a smoothie? You make smoothies?
1: Oh, but I done that before. I done that years ago. You know, but I'd I want to see Hoya make a smoothie. That's my fucking well, dream. You no, know, but I did that a while ago because I was like, you know, again, but I would just do that like thinking, okay, I could make a green smoothie and then, you know, smoke a hundred blunts and then, you mm. know, you drink, drink whatever, you know, a, a fucking thing of a fucking whiskey or whatever it be and it's like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. the purpose? You know what I mean? So yeah. I always understood it. But, you know, now when you get older, you start feeling pains or, or figuring out what, what helps you know, um, um um inflammation or fucking. Yeah, it's gives you more. It's a do shit. So again, you know, even playing on stage, you want to feel good and light. And then you yeah, yeah.
0: I, can't, I can't imagine now going back, playing your first show, where you haven't had any of that stuff. Like it may be different energy. Who knows, man, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, everything, even more like the podcast, you know, I brought it, I've been wanting to bring it back, but this pandemic got me, you know, my, my fire lit to, to yeah. fucking do it again. And I was glad because I, I think it's a good outlet for the times. Me too, I love it, man. For letting people you know, hear these stories is a good touch and base with people again and yeah. fucking and also people we listen, gotta let the of generation the know that you know. Mhm. Yeah, the history you know, and the of roots. course. Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, I, you know, all types of podcasts. I'm always listening to something new, and it's always cool when you have a guest. Certain guests that you you know you're like oh let me check out what this guy got to say and then you find out especially with podcasts from our world when you find yeah. out like you know you have a lot of guys that it's good to connect the dots you know like um like the tone dudes and stuff like yeah you know you always assume maybe they knew hardcore they didn't but there's something about them that was similar and then you hear they yeah. came from a, like an alternate universe but similar and you know because I love the tones. I put Warren onto the Tones. the reason yeah. why was. I heard I loved metal, and when I first heard them early on, I was like, "Yo, it's metal, but it's not." You know, it had a swag to yeah, it. Yeah, it, like, it ain't hardcore, but it sounds like these dudes get it. You know what I mean? And and it was like um, bands like that, even you know, a, a Pantera early on. I was like, I could hear they have something to it. There's a swag to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. it had something totally. that, uh, You know, and, and I back anything hardcore or has that hardcore feel. You know, so that's why I'm psyched with, you know, you with your podcast, uh, the, the Post you, America podcast with the wisdom. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of good podcasts out there. So I had to come back and I had to make a statement and say, yo,
0: I'm in yeah. it. <laughs> I'm happy you're back, man. You were the first ones back then. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. yeah you
1: know, I was glad it was just, again, technology, like everything else, finally caught up with yeah. It made it easier for a gorilla like me to. Be able to do this shit and, like you, because I know you ain't a technical guy either. I mean, either at all, man,
0: yeah. So, you can only do Zoom, and I never did a Zoom one, so I'm going to... Yeah, no, Zoom's the, the shit, that. and it
1: automatically lays out the audio for the audio track, separates it. You got the video. Okay. So, yeah, so eventually, like, I don't got my YouTube channel up yet, but when it does, we put, we're going to put the videos up. But That's then uh, this one's going to come out next week. And YouTube's
0: uh, the way to go youtube's the way to go for sure man
1: yeah no for sure you know i'm I'm gathering all my things you know i got my boy gator food he helps me out with this so it's you know it's a, a lot of work you know how it is to, to edit these things and put them together yeah man Basically, i put out the audio um the videos i use them for teasers but we're collecting them and then we're going to drop them all on the youtube channel perfect so, man yeah so people could get fucking and um Yo, what's up with, with, uh, with the podcast So what, what, what we got to look forward to? What's coming up for you uh, with, with the podcast? Who you got coming up? Well,
0: I did a bunch a while ago, so I'm sitting like 30 episodes. I still, I, I, I banked them. I banked them a while ago, so now I can not stress about them, you know what I'm saying, every week.
1: Yeah, that's what I try to do. I'm trying to, I stack some and I had done that early on and then now I finally caught up. Like I just dropped yeah. a, one with, with um, Howie um, yesterday. Yeah, um, however Abrams. Thursday, yeah, and this one's going to come out Thursday. Um, That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to stay consistent with it, and I, I you know.
0: That's the key. That, that's what my rapper port told me from the jump. Only advice you give me, you keep. You, once you set the day, you keep the day. You can't change it because then people start like, okay, I, I know Thursday got this podcast. Monday got this podcast. Like, it becomes part of people's schedule. But the interesting thing is is that now that people it, – it's good and bad because sometimes people are using their podcasts – as to listen on the way to work every day, but now people working from home. But now people actually listen to podcasts more at home. So it's yeah. a really great time, man, to have a podcast. Yeah, sure, no, you know? definitely.
1: And, you know, I, and like it's fun to give people something that they get, like when we do music, you love when people love your music. It's yeah, because, man. You know, we, we give them a, we become part of their day because I love podcasts because it helps me on the airplane, on the ride to the airport. So yeah. I know if we doing the same, it's helping us keep our brand alive and it's helping. Them get through their day, you know the shit goes hand in hand with everything. So yeah, yeah. You know, shout out to also shout out to fucking Ezek with the the Diablos Den podcast. You know, yes sir. I'm, I'm I'll am i be on there every- soon
0: too. Yeah, man. Yeah,
1: hell yeah. You know, I'm psyched for um
0: Jasta too. Josta. Yeah, Jamie.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have Jamie on. I was supposed to have him on too, and just getting my my act together over here too. And I'm yeah, I'm psyched for everybody. You know, I'm spreading the word. Yes. You know, I'm, I'm 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 talking about the movement. Um. Yeah. Building, not destroying. We destroyed yes, enough when we were kids, and now we have <laughs> kids, and we don't want them to live in the fucking rubble. You know what I mean? Oh.
0: So it's, it's it's so amazing that, like, where we all came from and met up and hung out, the music we've done, everything we're right now, and dads with podcasts, all this stuff. It's, like it's I said, crazy, man. Still like, in the game, though, man. Still in the game.
1: Like I said, we're going to do a we're gonna start the the Dad Cast. We're gonna get me, you, and Joe from Wisdom.
0: I'm down, man. And we're gonna just down, interview um, um,
1: um pops, you know. it um, be kind of
0: uh, sick, like all the dads in the hardcore. it be kind of yeah,
1: cool, we, man. Just we we can't. We, all we're gonna talk is about um being fucking fathers, because there's a lot of talk about. <laughs> it is fucking crazy. I still can't believe I got two kids.
0: It's amazing, Hoy man. You feel awesome like I, kids,
1: got, I almost feel like I got two fathers because I should be the kid. They they're gonna be taking care of me. We are.
0: We are. You know, it's interesting. I don't know if it's because we're musicians and we get to do we want, but it, it, we are we are still big I, mean, I, think, I think I think it may be a dude thing where guys aren't as mature. I don't know, but we're still big kids, bro. we're fucking very lucky to do what we love, man we're very lucky, man, so no
1: that keeps us young, you know definitely dudes are are definitely big kids, especially guys like me and you. We were always yeah. more kid like that. we're all about having a good time and not yeah, man. fucking. I think that's what, why we look young you know what I mean? Oh
0: yeah, yeah, we're looking good, bro
1: you know just My, don't check the hips.
0: You check, know, don't check your case do go check my hairline <laughs>
1: we'll I knew your separate. hairline when it was right around there it was right around <laughs> there, yeah, there we go, but yo Toby, shout out to moon and max, thank you brother yo um hopefully yo shout out to all the h two o shout thank out you, to all you vegans shout out to all you non vegans shout out to everybody um everybody out there keeping the movement alive yes, toby. Stay tuned. I love you. Keep love doing you, what you're
0: you Thank you, man. Thanks we'll for talk having soon. me, Horny, Tell what's up.
1: You know what's up, and um, yo, we out. We'll talk soon.
0: All right, bro. Thanks for having me, Hor. Love you, brother.
1: Hell yeah. Peace out, Tobias. We'll talk Peace. soon. Peace. Peace, we'll
0: Jorge.